welcome to Dating in the City, Season 4. We're your hosts, the Conti Sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm, regularly featured on MTV, NBC, Forbes, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly nine years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti Pineda. And we're so excited to, to be here today. How you doing, Christina? Great. How, How you, are you doing? Alessandra? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm good. I just I feel as though I've been in back to back <laughs> to back to back meetings for yeah. the past two days. Yeah, it's been a busy week oh, so far. The level you, of inundation. <laughs> Yeah, has been quite aggressive. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. It means people are kind of, they want to find love. They do. They're RFL, ready for love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're ready for it. Are you ready for a shot of love? Oh, God. Do you remember that show? I, oh, why did we ever? Shot of love with Tila Tequila. I, oh, why were we ever allowed to watch that awful are you ready for Asylum? That was really good. I If I didn't know any better, I would think that Tila Tequila was here at yeah. our offices. You're one of your hidden talents, Alessandra. I don't know if our listeners know this about you, but Alessandra is basically the best person who you could have to mock any person's voice. Yes, like I she am can... the queen of voice vocal um what, what is that what replication. Is that vocal. <laughs> yeah, vocal replication. And you can also when she was younger, mm-hmm. she would dress up as certain characters from TV shows from yeah. remember Susan from yeah. Days of Our Lives. And I really I really became the character. She did. I was a bit of a thespin. Yeah, but it's yeah, it was it was beyond. Be- it was beyond. It was thespin. more of an impersonation. I think yes, impersonation. impersonation. Yeah. Yes, I'm so good at she impersonation. She's always been like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. It's so true. Her many talents. You know what? Just sometimes people are just gifted with just so many talents. Like we were talking about that yesterday. Yes, it's true. We've just been gifted. We've been so gifted with so many different talents. Yes, including it's like just the humility that you <laughs> unbounded humility <laughs> humility really is just yeah and it's just you know we we try our best to use them all but it's just we're just we're just two people you know we can't live seven lives so we really have just honed in on our biggest talent which is matchmaking right and dating advice right it's true and, and we'll helping you. women and men on their journey to love exactly and on their shadow love Stay tuned till the end of the episode because we'll do a catching up with the Condies and talk about what we were up to oh, yes. last weekend uh, because we did a lot. Absolutely. And a little um, before, a little sneak peek into catching up with the Condies, I just actually filmed Access Hollywood yes. um, yesterday and it's going to be on air 
air on Friday. So half the segment oh. is going to be on air on Friday. At what time? Um, oh, wherever, whenever Access Hollywood is on air. I believe it's at 7. Um, yeah, I believe it's at 7 o'clock on Friday. 7 p.m. PST. Yeah, let me, let me, let me actually look real fast. Access yeah. Hollywood. As you're doing that, and I'll talk about, because I'm actually going to be, Christina's going to be on Trending with Timory again this Thursday, and that's August, I think that's August 13th at 7.15 p.m. Pacific. Oh, no, that's 7.15 p.m. Eastern, 4.15 p.m. Pacific. Oh, I so love that. So make sure that so you fun. listen, and we're going to be talking about ghosting. We're also going to be talking about why men pull away and what to do when men pull away. Mm. But all of these dating, we've actually been focusing a lot on dating, date, spirit-led dating. Holy spirit-led dating. I want my spirit to be led. Yes. Yes. Because so many people complain about how awful dating is and how boring it can be and how job-like it can be. And listen to these, listen to my shows with Timory because you will never think that again if you start dating in this way. I love it. And you guys can watch Access Hollywood on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, But it's fine because it's 7 p.m. all across the board. And um, it's on NBC. Yeah, Eastern time. But it's also on PSC. Everywhere. Everywhere, 7 p.m. Friday night, Access Hollywood. So, yeah, definitely be sure to watch. And I talk about so many celebrities. Like, we talked so much. Like, it was so much fun. It's with the new host. And she's she's a doll. And Alessandra was matchmaking, I think. Can we give her? Everyone from from Adele to Rihanna to Brad Pitt again. Mm -hmm. So if you want to. Yeah, Brad Pitt's been one of your frequent. Brad is like, I'm like Brad Pitt's matchmaker. (laughs) Literally. Like, I can genuinely say, like, I have matchmaked Brad Pitt so many times. But anyway, you guys. she's told me about some of her matches. And you don't want to miss. There, yeah. They're definitely shocking. I mean, the last time I matched Channing Tatum with Lizzo, <laughs> and it was literally like the sh- the match that launched a thousand ships and burnt the topless towers of Ilium. Bert um, Mario Lopez's hair off. Mario, <laughs> Maria Lopez, Mario. I know Mario, Mario was so <laughs> shook by my match of Lizzo and um, yes and Channing. But you know what? And I said, Mario, it's twenty twenty. It's 2020, Mario. <laughs> Get with it, honey. So definitely be sure to listen to see Alessandra, view yep. Alessandra on and Friday listen. and listen to me on Trending with Timmy, which is so on much Relevant content. Radio. And oh, Relevant yeah. Radio, you can listen on the radio, you can listen on their website, or you can download the podcast. Beautiful. Let's move on. Our first segment is We Couldn't Help But Wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex and the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2020, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode, through today's lens. All right, so this is, what is this? Season Season 2, episode episode 5 of Mm -hmm. 17. Okay, so that's all the number, the numeric code. Um, so this episode was called Four Women and a Funeral. And Carrie couldn't help but wonder, can a relationship bring you back to life? 
Now she's trying to impersonate Kevin. Can you re- can I release him? That wasn't that good. But anyway, so this episode is about um this episode is where this designer, this huge designer, passes away, and the ladies begin by going to his funeral, and all the ladies wear black except for Samantha. Oh, and um and they're like, Oh, that's so sacrilegious. How could you not wear black? But everybody at the funeral was in these like bright, fabulous outfits that done by the designer because oh. he was a designer. So anyway, so it though makes the ladies like start thinking about death and about like being single when they die. Mm. So Miranda is also um, in the process of buying an apartment, which is a big deal as a single woman to buy an apartment. And she has to keep checking off that she's single. So she keeps on like every single form. It's like single, married, separated, widowed, whatever, and single in a relationship. Da 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 always check single, 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 single. And then she finds out that her apartment that she was buying, the woman who previously owned it died in the apartment and she was single. Oh. And the cat like ate the ate her or something oh. like that. So yeah, oh, it was gosh. really crazy. So Miranda's having this like existential crisis and then she has a panic attack and ends up in the hospital. But it's fine. She ends up being okay. Um, but anyway, it's just like they're, so they're all kind of faced with their mortality and then mm. that also prompts Carrie to to reach back out to Big and then go on a bowling date with Big, which is so annoying because at that point he had been just such a non-committal. But actually, in retrospect, she did a lot that really flubbed the relationship. Yeah. So it actually, it's bet I'm glad that they end that she ended up the fact that he said yes is just mind-boggling but she brought him to go bowling because she thought that that was a very non-sexual activity Mm. because she didn't want to just sleep with him she wanted to just like go on a date with him but lo and behold they ended up sleeping together so um and then samantha the death that she faced was of her social life because she ended up meeting um this donor and she ended up hooking up with or like making out with the donor and then his wife walked in (gasps) and his wife was like the queen of Manhattan society so it was really bad so she was then like and she didn't know that this donor was married no I think she did I don't you know Samantha Um, she can be a little muggy morals a little muggy Samantha Um, but yeah so so and then um, I forget what Charlotte's death storyline was but essentially it was like the women facing their mortality and then um, can a relationship bring you back to life and I think that this is actually really applicable because I think that like with COVID so many people were like the first thing that people did was reach out to their ex and I know this because every single ex well not every single ex but I had a lot of exes reach out to me like right at the beginning of COVID and I know this because a lot of the women that we date coach also had exes that reached out to them in the beginning of COVID because they were like oh my god I'm gonna die I even got a message from this guy that I never even dated and it was actually beautiful but it was like I I don't even know if I should share it but it was like Basically, like, I have a feeling we're all going to die. I just wanted to let you know that I could see you as a, as a wife of mine. Like, oh. I could see you at, like, marrying you. Oh, wow. And I never, like, had the courage. Um, wow, you didn't tell me that. I know. Because, you yeah. know, I'm in, I'm in a relationship. So I know, I know. It just but... was, like, inappropriate. Right, but you didn't usually tell me these things. I know, but it was just really beautiful. But... Um, obviously I didn't act on that. Um, but anyway, so I think though it's really interesting. Um, Christina, what do you think? 
Can a relationship bring you back to life? I was thinking about it more or no. in terms of yes, yes, definitely in the face. I was actually thinking about people who have been single for a while and mm. then they end up meeting someone who just something clicks on in them where mm. they may have dated for a while and just kept dating the wrong people or were really trying so hard and all the wrong ways or or even the right ways and just were were hitting zero at every single turn just mm-hmm. hitting a wall at every single turn and then they yeah. may throw up their hands and say you know what I've tried everything God it's it's in your hands mm. and then I know that happened to me before I met Dan actually yeah. and you can be you can be burned out on dating and yeah. then but then you meet someone that who who sparks something in you and yeah. encourages you to be the best version of yourself, to know that that dream that you have of wanting to get married, wanting to have children is a possibility. And mm-hmm. even if that doesn't end up being your person, the person you end up marrying, mm-hmm. it can still give you a glimpse of this joy and excitement and it's kind of like the spring. Sometimes yes. in the spring, I will wake up, and ex- especially mm-hmm. when I was on the East Coast, mm. but and feel this renewed sense of energy and possibility. That's what our lives are so are filled with these these beautiful moments, mm-hmm. and we often forget about that when we get wrapped up in the minutia. anxieties and minutia mm-hmm. of of daily life. We think everything's so predictable, but. God is very mm-hmm. unpredictable. Yeah. And he can just throw something in our path yeah. that we weren't expecting. And that's what I Brings was you thinking. Back to and life. I do like, yeah. I think it's important to, memento mori means a reminder of death. So it's important <gasps> to remember that we are going to die at some point. Wait, can I have a little a little story, a minor story time? So I dated a guy, My actually my ex, my last boyfriend. He would get, he signed up for this app that literally would remind him of his death every single day. I think it was, I forget the name of it, but it was like, it would basically like be like, reminder, you're going to die. Like it was like, or a reminder, um, your death, like most human beings only live for, you know, 89 years. So, you know, you might only have a couple years left or something like that. Like every single day he would get that text. And I thought it was the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Hmm. Well, if yeah. you think about it in one way, if you think about it spiritually, and memento aureus. What was that? Memento mori. Memento mori. And, and that is a spiritual help yeah. because it reminds us that our life on Earth, even though our life on Earth ends, mm-hmm. our eternal life is what we need to really be focusing on and striving for. Yeah. So it's. I mean, not... he's also an atheist, so like, bless his heart. Huh. Interesting. It was all over for him. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, the the way that it could be a problem is thinking, oh, I need to do everything, live it up, and yeah. take advantage of everyone I can, and, <gasps> and be a, one of those people who just takes and takes. Mm. But that's not the right way to think of Mutamori. It's mm-hmm. the previous way that I explained. Yeah, and I think it's good. Exactly, I think it's good to like kind of you know be faced with your um, death. I think it's good, like, not every day, because I think that that's really depressing and it can be really not constructive, but I think, like, 
I think once a month, maybe like well, meditating on like, oh my gosh, I'm on this earth for a short time. And if I were to die tomorrow, like what, what would I, if I knew I was dying tomorrow, what would I do today? Or like, if I knew I was dying tomorrow, who, like, who have I not told that I love them? Or who have I, if, even for single people, who have I not told that I like them? Because I think a lot of single people kind of hold back and they're nervous about messing up a relationship or going too fast or this or that, but, or reaching out to that person that they want to be more than friends with and asking them out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think thinking of it in terms of that is really, it's cool because you can say like, YOLO. Yes. YOLO. Uh, I know. The issue, though, is people reaching out to people who they actually shouldn't reach out to, where mm. the relationship ended and yeah. it was for many reasons because yeah. the other person was not ready. And yeah. then they reach out because they feel like, oh, I only have one life to live. It's only it's only a few days. I'm not sure. I can I, even if we're not, he's not going to be my boyfriend, at least we can be together in some way. Oh, That's, yeah. That would yeah. be my only concern with that. Yes. But it's important to remember that, to think about those those things, I th- mm-hmm. as I said, in spiritual terms, I think is the best way to, the most uh-huh. healthy way to, to. But yeah, I agree. A relationship can totally bring you back to life. And I know that I work with a lot of, I'm thinking of a client in particular that I worked with. Um, in date coaching and she had almost told me that she like is just very numb to a lot of things Hmm. and I think that a lot of times when people are single for an extended period of time or when they've been really hurt in a relationship that I know with me I did this where I was really hurt in a relationship and then I just put my guard up and I was like Hmm kind of my sociopath dating, you know, where I just had my guard up and I just wouldn't allow that penetration of emotional experience. But then it takes, like, so for me, that was my, that was my guard and I was kind of doing it deliberately because that's why, like, sociopath dating, not getting, like, emotionally involved until a guy has, like, proven himself that he was consistent so well, I think I that think for a lot a of no, I don't think it's a bad thing. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. But yeah. I will say, I think people take it like there's every with everything. There's a pendulum, and there's the pendulum. I think for the woman that I was date coaching right. was all the way to that side where she was. She had done that, but that was not that. It was then in, encrypting, encrypting on, encrouching, encroaching. Encroaching, encroaching on, on I think. Uh, all these other areas of her life because mm-hmm. when she was desensitizing herself to relationships to those feelings she then was in turn like not being able to experience these other things and I think yes. men do this as well so yes. that's why yes, that's then true. they men then they too. experience something there then it's like that that little like glass is shattered and then it's free and that's what love does and that's what when somebody like you know, penetrates that, um, it's a beautiful thing. It really can bring you back to life. That's That's why being open to love is so beautiful. And, um, and doing, you know, if you have to do sociopath dating, like if you're an empath and a slash narcissist like myself, um, it's important to guard your heart, guard your emotions, not get too emotionally invested, but also, you know, little by little, instead of having it be like a, a brick wall, What's a good way, like, what's an analogy of what 
men and women should do as they're dating. It's not a brick wall. It's more like I think the onion a door. Oh, it's an onion? Yeah. Every yeah. layer, little by every little, layer. you feel the layers. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Not really into onions, but I can I can get behind that. Actually, I don't. I kind of enjoy onions. Anyway. <laughs> well, they've been recalled in California, so. <laughs> what hasn't been recalled in California? I don't trust that. I don't trust anything anymore. Recall? Okay, well, let's anyway. move on to stars. Uh, They're just like us. Uh, in this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so our first new young couple, or they were spotted, Joey King and Taylor Zakara Perez. So basically this movie, The Kissing Booth 2, it's on Netflix. Okay. Um, the Kissing Booth 1 was phenomenal. I haven't seen The Kissing Booth 2. I've heard some not so good reviews about it, so I don't plan on watching it, um, because I liked Kissing Booth 1, but I wasn't so obsessed with it, so therefore I'm not really crazy about, I, I, I'm not dying to see Kissing Booth 2. Anyway, they've been vacationing together, but they confirmed that they are just friends. Hmm. Okay, so in real life, is traveling together a good way of deciding if somebody is right for you? Alessandra, I know you have strong views on this. Why don't you <sighs> I think delve that, in and I'll give my opinion. Yeah, I truly believe. So, like, with Zoe and Taylor, like, meh, I'm pretty sure that they are actually dating. I don't think that they're just friends, so I will just go on the record of saying that. Um, but I think that traveling together is probably the absolute best way of really learning about somebody, and it is vital to do if you're in a relationship with someone. Um, I think that spending a few days together, a few like undisturbed days, is the best way of really seeing if you guys are compatible. Mm -hmm. Because compatibility is so much more than, oh, we share the same hobbies. Mm -hmm. Oh, we get along. It's like when you travel together, you figure out how you do life. So if you like to wake up late, if you're super schedule-oriented and really high-strung, if you're more laid back, if your general demeanor is positive, if your general demeanor is negative, if somebody's, like, nagging you and telling you you're doing something wrong all the time, or if they're really, like, affirming and positive and loving and for an extended period of time. So I would say to any couple, and I've always felt this way because I've had so many experiences traveling with guys that I was dating and they have been make or they have been break. Okay? So to me, travel and you will see if this is actually the person to be. And Alessandra, I think she... Her point, just something to bolster her point, is when you're traveling, it can be a little more stressful because mm-hmm. if, especially if you make a plane or get somewhere on time, you don't know where you're going. Me and Dan don't travel well together. <laughs> That's true. Christina's husband and yeah. I. Our trips to New York. Because we're both alpha. Yeah. Well, our trips to New York were quite, quite a little stressful. Bit. A little bit. Rife. Dan and me are great, but Alessandra and it's a little bit 
problematic. I'm just alpha, you know. In traveling situations. traveling. And in a lot of other situations. (laughs) Sorry, whatever. Get over it. But... And you can do this in different ways. And if you're, especially if you're someone who doesn't want to live together before marriage and mm-hmm. does and is saving yourself for marriage, those sorts of do things. Do this. You can still travel, but mm-hmm. get separate hotel rooms or, or double beds. That's fine. I yeah, she believes that. I disagree with that because I the think temptation. You can see, no, uh, whatever. Uh, you can say your point, okay. and then I'll just say my point. Oh no, you can say your point. Yeah, I just I was arguing with you. Okay, I, yeah, I know. We have different views on this. I think it's best to avoid temptation as much as possible because you're very attracted to this person and in the same room and sleeping in the same room together at night, it can be very tempting. And one of my favorite shows is Temptation Island. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yes, yeah, so anyway, but... I'm, I'm giving yes. my... I'm giving... So this is for people who want to travel together but Great. still want to save themselves. Love it. Um, if you're staying at parents' houses, make sure you, you get different rooms together that you're not sleeping in the same bed or sleeping in the same room, even if... These are just important ways of making sure that you're you're guarding yourself and and also guarding your goal of of protecting the relationship and girding your loins, loins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to <laughs> so funny guarding yourself and girding your loins right but it's still you can and I yes. think it's important to travel even if you are if even if yes. you are saving yourself because for marriage because you do really get to see all those elements that all Sandra mentioned. And going on a long car ride together. Oh, that's a good one. It's too. the best way. And mm-hmm. it also helps you guys get to a different level of comfort with each other because I know early on in relationships, you feel like you kind of have to talk all the time. Yes. But when you're traveling, you then kind of sink into this like comfort with each other of like oh we don't have to talk the whole time like we can just relax and be together and enjoy each other's company without you know having to say things I think that's a great point yeah so definitely travel if you're if you're questioning your relationship travel um but although right now you can't actually go on a plane or leave the state that you're in because (laughs) we're in a wild time yeah, but you can still yeah. do road trips. Yeah, road trips. In, in Southern California, they're perfect. I've been to yeah. Palm Springs, Santa Barbara, OC. Like, we've just done so many road trips mm-hmm. in, in the past. Road trips. Like, so many mini staycations in the past. Solving. Yeah, so many in the past couple months since this all hit. Okay, moving on. Dating in the City is brought to you by our Patreon. We're thrilled to announce the restructuring of our Patreon to allow for more club members, even as low as $1 a month. Join our exclusive club of Patreon members to support our weekly podcast and activate access to amazing personalized gifts and benefits. We'd love to keep providing you with the weekly podcast that you love and to ensure that join today on patreon.com slash dating in the city. Again, that's patreon.com slash dating in the city. Support the podcast that you love and get a tax deduction for it. 
Common and Tiffany Haddish, our new favorite celebrity couple. And had you m- matched Tiffany Haddish before? I uh, yeah, I did. I actually matched me and Tiffany Haddish with ha- John Tiffany Ham. Haddish with John Hamm. Mm-hmm. She commented on it. Yes. She was very happy with the match. Yes. They had been talking, yeah. not romantically, just as friends. Um, so you know, I tried. I gave Tiffany my best, and you know, sometimes. Sometimes it's the set. Sometimes it's not the match, but it helps. It helps. It helps propel her to where she's at. Right. So maybe think of qualities that. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, common in her. Um, she is confirmed, and she was on a podcast, and she just is like so happy about it. She lost twenty pounds since dating common, and she said it's like I'm in love. She's just so happy right now. Right. So so happy to hear that. In real life, do opposite opposites do opposites make a long-lasting couple? Oh, and do you think they're opposite? Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh my gosh, Tiffany Haddish is like outgoing, outspoken, oh, loud, okay. brash, hysterical, like funny, out just so out there, and common is like. When you say strong, not silent type because he's a musician, but like when you say that strong masculinity, that's what they're talking about. Like strong, like in touch with his like sensitive side, but like super masculine in all the best ways. Very just, you know, relaxed, very easygoing. Soft spoken. A bit more so, but he's a, yeah. he's a, he's a like, wordsmith, okay. so how soft spoken he, can Witty. he be? But yeah. he may just be very more private. Relaxed. Yeah, private, yeah. very soothing. Where Tiffany's like, oh, like the public persona anyway. Right, right. So what do we think? Opposites. I love opposites together. Yes. I think there's certain personality types that just mesh very well together and yeah. if you get it's even it's just seeing certain people together who who are married and say wow they just they just found the right they wouldn't have gotten married if they didn't have this this gel and then even interacting with them and seeing my personality with that that woman's husband or something like that could be it's just not a good. Not it's a just good not match. a good match, but because we're too similar, absolutely. But that's that's what I think about when I sometimes meet up with friends and just yeah. look at their personalities and see like a type A. If right. This is another type A. Right. And I love it hanging out with yeah. them, but it would yeah. be I'm already that high strong too much. Yeah. So I really love how D- Dan is just can oh. talk me off the. Line. I don't mean you that literally. And Dan but he's are very calming. The opposites. <laughs> yes. You you're rabbit holing and he's like putting the dirt back in the <laughs> hole and being like, Christina, just come out of there. Just get out of there. What are you doing? He's like holding you by the ears and like plops you down and he's like, Let me put this hole back. It's fine. That's and so you're funny. like, but I'm just He's like, let me, oh, you're digging a hole again. <laughs> let me there. Thank God she has ears. Let me just, yeah. It's true. It's so it true. It was so funny because I think it was on Sunday morning where I was just thinking about, uh, oh because we, we'll tell you about our plans. We had my baby shower last weekend. Yeah. On Saturday. Sorry, don't arrest us. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was, Whatever. I think that's too late. They missed their chance. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> But I was thinking about all these things that happened, and and then so I just he's sleeping with his 
his little mask on, and then I just tapped him with one finger on the shoulder. <laughs> That's amazing. That's like the, the definition annoying. of your relationship. The most annoying. A single finger tap. <laughs> In the like, while he's like in a like Try deep sleep, sleep. He he's was, like REM. He had to do so much work to the baby. I know, poor Dan really was working hard. No, but that's anyway. amazing. But you need that. Yeah. You can't be both like these little crazy <laughs> rabbits. And I think that like a lot of our clients miss the mark in that because they mm. are looking for somebody that's exactly like them yes. because they love themselves and they're like, of course I do life in the best way and the most efficient way. Yes. But like, no, you can't be with somebody else like that. No. You will Im- you will literally implode or you will you will you will self-destruct. Yes. You will destruct each other. And that's why there are so many volatile relationships mm. where they're like, oh, but it's my twin flame. Like, have you heard this expression of like a oh. twin flame? Yes. And it's like, yeah, that's great. I'm glad that they're your twin flame. But you, if you're a flame, you need a, you need a water. Mm. Okay? Like, you can't be too, it's just too much. You'll combust. Mm. Uh, maybe not water because we want to ignite the flame. But like, whatever. I don't, I don't really know where that yeah. analogy is no, going. No, it's a, it's interesting to see because there's and sometimes that you might not be fully opposites, but there's yeah. a certain amount of complementarity. Different but complementary. That That's what I told Access Hollywood yes. with, his, with them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Different but complementary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And it's and also like um, having one person that's a bit more outgoing and then the other person being a bit more um, introverted, I think that's actually a really nice, nice balance. I think so, um, too. Because I, I know with, with me, if it's just two outgoing people who are, like, the life of the party, life of the party, life of, it's just too much. It's, mm-hmm. like, I, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. Even though I like the life of the party people. Well, a lot of people yeah. do. Yeah. And we all gravitate to yeah. those people, but whether it's good for sustaining a relationship yeah, that's with true. your personality is a different story. That's true. Anyway, moving on. Now we're going to our sisterly advice segment, and this is a Mansers edition. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. Ooh, I'm excited for this one. Mm. Hi, sisters. One of your clients here. I listen to the podcast every week and wanted to get your take on this. I just went on a date with one of my matches, and I offered to pay at the end of the date. She accepted and thanked me. I then told her how refreshing it was to be out with someone who wasn't just using me for a dinner because I've had that happen before, especially in L.A. She got upset that I brought it up and told me that she can absolutely afford her own dinner. And of course I knew that. I was just commenting on past dates that I had had. I felt, I feel like I totally ruined the date. What do I do in this situation so it doesn't happen in the future? From my stupid mouth. <laughs> and that's a John Mayer song. My stupid mouth <laughs> has got me in trouble. I said too much again. <laughs> Back when John Mayer was innocent before, mm, before, before the fame, the, before Jessica Simpson and that article, that interview he did with Playboy. Anyway, so client, you're adorable. First of all, thank you for listening to the podcast, yes. and I'm glad that you had a good date. Um, unfortunately, um, yeah, this is something that, Christina, do you want to take this one first? Sure. It's, many things are very sensitive with women Mm. because 
there's so much going on. They're told many things. They have their work real. We all work really hard. Most women do have really intense mm. jobs and yeah, we can afford the dinner, but we do want to also be treated like a lady and treated like, and so we, I don't think you said anything wrong, but I think certain women are a little more sensitive yeah. to just the way a guy says things. And for her, she may have heard something different than what you actually said. So I think she probably heard, oh, is he trying to ask me to pay for the bill? Split the check or something. And that's, you didn't say that. So it's not your, I don't, I don't want you to think that I'm vilifying you or blaming you for this at all, but I'm just, maybe it will help understand the way some women's mind works and just to be a little more sensitive in the future. Yeah. And it's not, as I said, I do not think you did not do any, you weren't committing any crimes or sins crime. No. (laughs) But I would say, okay, so when you're going on a date with a woman and the check comes, I think that the sexiest thing a guy could ever do is literally as the waiter is putting down the bill, you reach for it, you take it, you give it a quick glance, and you slap your cot around there, and you and you put it in. Exactly. Don't wait. Don't look at her. No. Don't no, don't make no. any indication that there's that there's any just and don't wait to pay the bill. No. Pay don't, the bill immediately. Don't, don't. If you're on a first date, you guys, you have to be. Two steps ahead. Right. Check comes, barely glance at it, make sure they didn't give you like a $700 bill or for the wrong table or something like that. And you know what? Even if they did, you'll see it on your card later. So I would even say just put your card on and just give it to them. I would That's say so hot. The first one. No, I know, but I <laughs> love it. But, at it just but I think it's so sexy when a guy just like gives his card immediately, doesn't even look at the bill. And it's just like, you just feel, t- I'm just, I'm giving the guys the real deal. I know. I'm it's hot as a woman. It, I'm thinking of it from a male it's attractive. perspective, though. For I get it, but I'm giving them the, the the mindset of a woman. I'm giving them a mindset. I'm telling right. them what is what makes a guy hot at that moment. That's guys have done a ton of things, and that's the hottest thing that a guy can do. He can just literally put his card, literally even before the check, as the waiter's coming over. Here, here's my card. Beautiful. And then you just, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I That would make me nervous. Too. See, I love it. Living on the edge. You're living on You're the edge. You're personalities. I'm the more yeah. anxious one. I know. It's fine. I'm anxious too. I'm anxious alley is my self-proclaimed nickname. Um, But anyway, so, okay. So that's that was kind of the first thing. Like, don't discuss the payment yeah. of the check. Right. Okay? Don't offer to pay for the date. Don't say, oh, I would like to pay for the date. Is that okay with you? I get that I get that it's 2020 and there are some women who like this is what guys tell us when when we tell them cuz we always tell the men like hey like just to let you know like we always ask the bachelor treat the bachelorette to the date are you okay with that before matching them on a date we ask them if they're okay with it if they say yes awesome they may be in the running to be matched with one of our clients or we can take them on as a client if they say no they are no longer in the running to be matched with one of our clients and we would not take them on as a client so we ask this question and all the guys always say one of a few things one they say of course oh my gosh like I always pay for a date like I can't believe that there are men who wouldn't pay for a date that's so crazy they say that or they say 
Wow. Okay. I'm glad. Thank you so much for clarifying that. And usually the guys that say this are in DC and in New York. Mm. Um, in LA, it's a bit more of a showy society. So mm. they're more like, oh, I'll take my car, Diz, whatever. Right. But but it's also in the liberal, a lot of liberal, more liberal mindset. Yeah. The, these guys, the guys that have the liberal mindset and the more Democrat, the Democrats. Yeah. Um, so yeah, big difference between dating a Democrat and a Republican. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, the Democrats, are say like they're like oh thank you so much for clarifying because I just feel as though like if I've done that in the past and I've gotten like women will be upset with me that like I was like that they wanted to pay for half of it or just they felt like the gender role was like that I was being insulting to them or whatever so you guys need to know like ladies that are listening to this this is a real thing that's happening and if a guy and even if it's not a guy that is a democrat maybe it's a republican guy who's dated a democrat girl or a liberal somebody who's more liberal and more um that and then or if it's a republican and maybe they they're more conservative they're more old school values and that's easy easier for them or so anyway this stuff comes in so and we have to be great give each other give each other grace give each other grace ladies give the guy grace if he says something if he asks you you be like oh my god no that's so great like thank you so much for offering Mm. your second mistake here was that (laughs) You then kind of told her about the girls that have used you for dinner in the past. Mm. And I'm telling you, you guys, there's nothing less attractive than A, hearing about the tons of women who who you've dated dated in the past. Right. And B, hearing about women that have used you for a meal. Because when a woman hears that, she is thinking that she would never use a guy for a meal. And she's thinking like, okay, you're a jerk because you're saying these girls were probably not using you for a meal. They probably just didn't have a connection with you. And now you're putting this um, own, you're putting this like judgment and blame Mm -hmm. on them saying that, Oh yeah, these all girls use guys for meals, which then goes into again the murky gender role waters mm-hmm. and also it's kind of insulting to women because the men that tend to complain about girls using them for meals tend to be guys that have issues with women. Like they tend to they tend to be guys who like just I'm generalizing here, but I know men that have said, oh, girls always use me for a meal. I'm like, no, they don't. You're just, like, I know your personality, and you are just be making a generalization about women right now, and it's really frustrating. Yeah. So that's what went on in her head, and right. that's why she then got a little defensive and was like, actually, no, I'm... I can definitely afford my own meal. But again, you're a really good guy. We know you. You're an amazing guy. You didn't mean any of those things. We know that. You are all for female empowerment, female equality, all of that. But just, guys, just so you know what's going on in a woman's mind, that's what's going on. As we always say, the less you say, the less you pay. Oh, the less <laughs> you say, the less you pay. That is so true. Take the but check anyway, and get out of there. Take the check. <laughs> Literally, if you want to go the Christina route of glancing down at it, or if you want to go the Alessandra route of like just literally seeing it, putting your card down, and letting the waiter take it, either way, you're golden, don't mention it, all is well. 
and then just roll with it. Yeah, for sure. Great. So let us move on to Netflix and quarantine, our Conti COVID classics. For this week, my suggestion is Lord of the Rings. Oh. Because I hadn't ever suggested wow. that. I you look think. a little like Legolas today. I know with that middle part I usually yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually, so we had, a, we're going to tell you about my, we had my baby shower this last past weekend. And we, I had to write down because the, I was an indentured servant. <laughs> or, you were unpaid. I was, yeah. oh, that's true. <laughs> but we, they were, one of the games was who knows mommy best. And I had to actually answer all of the questions. Oh, yeah. And that was actually challenging for myself to answer them. One of them was favorite movie. So I said Lord of the Rings. And, I mean, I love the books. I love the movies. They're classics. If I could watch, if I had to watch a movie over and over again, it probably would be Lord of the Rings. Oh, my gosh. Bless you. I think that Lord of the Rings, like, is why I have night terrors. So, <laughs> bless. Um, my suggestion is <laughs> Love Island. You guys, I am telling you, after I finished Too Hot to Handle, I needed a fix. Like, I needed my fix. And you guys, I got it. And then more in Love Island Season 6 UK. So, basically... There, it is the most addicting show that I have watched in many, in, in a lot of time, aside from Too Hot to Handle, so I guess it's been like a couple weeks, but it is so wonderful. It's just about these singles, and they're like all these kind of like, they're not like successful singles. They're more like working singles in the UK, but then they become influencers. So it's fascinating. Like there's like scaffolders and like, it's like the working people, but they're very attractive. That's the common thread. They're all very attractive. It's like a, there's like a plumber and, and it, but so attractive. And then like beauty, the girls like work in like beauty, like whatever, but they're so attractive. And then it's all about, like, relationships and then temptation and then relationships and then picking each other and then not picking the couples and then not coupling up and da 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 And it's just so good and I love it so much. So I highly yeah. suggest it. It's mindless. I mean, you watch it and you, it's just mindless and you can get sucked into the world and, like, it's just fun. It's just a fun show. So definitely Love Island is my COVID classic. Even though I'm so done with COVID. I'm so over it. I'm over it. Even though it's not over us, but I'm over it. Anyway, so let's do Catching Up with the Contis, Christina. Wonderful. Our final segment. Yes, and if you have seen my Instagram, and you'll be seeing more photos of this coming up, but Dan and I were on our baby moon last week. We oh. went to Catalina Island, which was lovely. It was yeah. so nice to for a small vacation. Yeah. And then as we mentioned, the baby shower was on Saturday, and mm. that was tons of fun. Alessandra was the maestro. Maestro. <laughs> I was the MC. What, is the yes. ma- what does MC stand for? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know either. Master of Ceremonies. Oh, I was the MC. Or Mistress of Ceremonies. I was the Mistress she was. of Ceremonies. Yeah, she was. Yeah, a- it was really fun. We made it. We did it. We did it. We did, we it. did it. We got her done. That's for sure. <laughs> We got her done. Yeah, it was really, really fun. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, 
Anything else, Kristen? Catching no. up. And then, then t- what I'm going to be on with Tim Marie on Thursday, which yes. I already mentioned. Beautiful. My catching up with the Contis. Yeah, exactly. Your baby shower. Yeah, and then, and then you the, went to a wedding as well. The weekend before, mm-hmm. I went to a wedding, and it was generally socially distanced, but I'm not going to lie. We danced, people. <laughs> we danced. And guess what? Knock on wood, we're all doing pretty well, you know? But we danced. It was everything that I needed. Yeah. It was everything that I needed. I was on fire. The roof was on fire. It was outdoors, so the roof actually didn't set on fire. But, like, it was so much fun. I think it's just coming together as in community is so important. And, like, we forget how vital that is to come together in community. And, like, obviously, if you're, if you're immunocompromised – Wear your mask and stay away from people. Or don't go. Or just really don't, don't go. Right. Just stay home. Right. I and know. then if not, I mean, we have to live. Like that's my opinion it's true. anyway. And that's what we we're talking about. Love, turning, setting your world. Yeah. Uh, what are the question from the beginning? You like get your vibe ignited. By, yeah. Right. Because I noticed after last week, I, there mm-hmm. was something in me that was dead. That I was just going, doing my little thing. Yeah. And staying inside and all of this. And I was actually kind of nervous going to Catalina because I wasn't, you know, I was a little Mm. nervous about that. But it was the most important thing I could have done for my soul Yes, was to do what we did last week. And so important. It really is. And if we stay in the same location at all times, it's it really cuts us off to Holy Spirit dating. Absolutely. Holy Holy Spirit dating. And we are very susceptible to... Um, fear-mongering tactics yeah. and brainwashing. Right. And, yeah, that's really what's happening. It's yeah. so sad. But you know what? That's why we're starting a colony. So <laughs> if you're interested in being a part of our new colony, um, go to matchmakersinthecity.com. No, I'm just kidding. But I would love to start a colony. But, yeah, being social is so amazing. And you know what? If it's a crime, if it's a crime, then give me some handcuffs, honey, because... <laughs> Lord knows I'll have fun with those. Oh! <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry. I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, you guys, thank you so much for listening today. Um, and we will be back next week with a all-new episode. And also, sorry for being away last week. Um, Christina was on our baby moon, and I was basically doing double meetings and took all your meetings as well as the good sister I am. Um, But, yeah, last week, though, we were on because you guys got a special story time episode, and you were probably very confused as to what was going on because I was thinking about our listeners, and, like, it's just so random. It's just me talking (laughs) about my London experience without any preface, without us saying, like, we said, like, this is a story time, but we didn't say this is, like, a special because we just took it from the YouTube. Anthony just edited it. I know. That's why I love left the snowball mic here because I needed it for something last week at the end of the week but I left it here just in case you wanted to introduce I, I was so busy I'm not even joking I literally was from meeting to meeting I didn't even think about it until I, I was like I you I just assumed you would yeah no I literally didn't think about it and until yeah so anyway you guys thank you so much for listening and um we love you all and we're sending all of our best wishes to you and um and yeah stay fabulous we'll see you soon bye thank you so much
much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.